When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, I watched a terrible yet delightful Drew Barrymore movie. Hmm. Yesterday, I don't know why, I felt like being lazy. The weather was terrible, so I thought, I'm going to watch. Can you give it a go? Yes. What, what, what service? Tell me that first. It is Netflix. Okay. Okay. So accessible or Amazon? I don't remember. Okay. All right. Doesn't matter. You're not going to watch it. Uh, it's called. <laughs> you don't know me. That's true. Um, it is called The Stand In. The Stand In. And it's so dumb. And Drew Barrymore. Oh my God. It's just like you've never seen her before, but yet you have. So it's basically. Oh, I'm gonna man. say. I mean, just look at what she looks oh, like. Oh man, it's she plays both parts. She swears a lot. Otherwise, I would share the trailer. I'm not sure if they're yeah, swearing yeah. in it, but oh my god! So it's basically one of those twins movies. Yeah, she's playing both parts. So she plays a, a movie star, a comedic movie star, mm-hmm. who like she's like a Jim Carrey kind of character. It's Goofy, sort of. Kind yes. Of, yeah. Falls down a lot. Yeah. Is stupid. Um, so she plays a movie star, and then her stand-in, uh, who looks like her but with maybe a prosthetic nose, you know, that's maybe a little bigger. She wants out of the business. The stand-in needs the work. So she ends up taking over the movie star's life. And then craziness ensues. And it's I'm sitting there watching it and going, why am I watching this? I told myself I was going to watch the Ernest Hemingway docuseries. <laughs> and I'm watching... <gasps> It's like so bad. It looks so bad. It was made in 2020, yes. which is amazing that this is new. And this is a plot, I feel like, um, that is used a lot, right? Like, we've seen this in a lot of movies where it's yes. like, oh, I'm sick of being rich. I wish there was a lookalike switch. <laughs> that, I can't believe. Like, but I do want to watch it. It's, I mean, I'm glad I watched it. I never watch, like, goofy movies like that. Yeah, yeah. But she's adorable. I it's on Netflix, by the way. I want to see what Rotten Tomatoes has to say about it because I oh almost, they've got things to say. They're gonna rip it apart, aren't they? Well, they gave it thirty one percent, so that's not great. It's actually <laughs> not that bad for them, though. Thirty one percent. They say this satire misfires. <laughs> this film meanders somewhere between comedy ish and drama ish, never managing either. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. They're not big fans of it. Uh, a missed opportunity, says one critic. 
Well, and Drew looks like little things bother me. Like her hair color is so yellow yeah, and so bad, but I don't know if that's how she really wants it. And then uh, she's a brunette in other scenes. And then there's a boyfriend stealing thing. And people are not fans of this movie. I watched, you know, and so weird. Cause I, are you somebody who falls back on what, you know, often with streaming? Yes. Me too. Very much so. And it's really bad. I, I'm obsessed with BoJack Horseman and my husband. Oh, I never watched it. It's really good. I mean, it's quirky. It's definitely like, I don't usually recommend it, but it's one of my go-tos. It's got, it's just, the it walks the line between humor and tragedy so well. Oh, wow. That you'll feel feelings and it's wild, right? Because it's like a cartoon. Right. Um. So I've been watching that a lot. And I told myself the other day, I'm like, I'm going to watch a, a movie that I have this list going right on Netflix. You make yep. this list. It's like. My future me is going to watch all this. And you never do. And finally, I was like, you know what? I'm going to hit one. Um, and I watched Moxie. Did you see Moxie? I am not. I'm putting it on the list. It was, uh, if you have somebody in the, I would say, like, teenage group, female, or, you know, young young lady. I'm already listening because this is my jam. Then she should be watching this. It is so good. It's got, um, oh, my goodness. Uh, it's got, what's her name? Uh, brr, Amy Poehler in it. And okay. then a bunch of young actresses and actors. Um, it's a movie. It's a movie. And it's. Like this, you know, Amy Poehler is this mom who kind of embarrasses her because she used to be this feminist rock star kind of type. Um, and her daughter's going through it and trying to kind of stay under the radar in high school. And she's just like, you know what? I'm over this. And so she starts making this little newspaper and hiding it in the girl's bathroom. They're called Moxie. And it's taking back. It's, it's going to punch the patriarchy right in the face. Oh, that's a cute concept. It's adorable. And there was a lot of funny parts. I can't say it was always like a realistic thing but i thought to myself because my husband watched it with me and he even was saying all the pulling all this insight like wow i never really thought about things like dress code in school and how sexist it was towards when you know I, I could have gotten away with anything right dress code wise but anybody with you know big boobs would have had you know getting written up and all that stuff mini skirts and all yes. that stuff and it was little things like that where it was just kind of fun to watch and it's fun to see these movies made where you're like Oh, like this is a great example for a look and it's fun. So, okay, I that's my kind of movie. I love any coming of age stuff. I'm watch I'm obsessed with Pen 15. Oh, that's hilarious. It is so good. You don't realize how funny it's going to be until you start watching it. Like Oh my god, I laugh out loud every <laughs> time. The optimism that we all had at that age. <laughs> That we're like, oh my God, is everyone looking right now when I took my sweater off and I'm revealing like my one piece that's got a skirt on it? Like, is he looking? I know. And like the best friend optimism is like everything. It's so good. Have you watched it, Grant? Yeah, I've, uh, I'm on episode four, I believe, or five, four or five. Stick with it because yeah. that, um, the, the littler one of the two. Yeah, yeah. She's amazing. So is the other one. The other character, and by the way, these are like 33-year-old yeah. women <laughs> playing 13-year-old girls very believably. Very believably. They have the insecurities, yet that uh, that crazy confidence with things. And, oh, so funny. Oh, it's very, the writing is amazing. I mean, you just remember being in, you know, junior high and going through all that stuff. Um, the one girl reminds me, did, did you guys ever watch The Middle 
Yes. The, the Sue Hecht character. <laughs> yeah. So much so. Oh. It's just really, really well done. It's like the idea. I mean, we have the, even the, the, the mouthpieces they have, the like, we're, you know, the, the braces. braces and everything, it just puts you right back in it and how you know so much about your crush and you know they don't know you at all. Oh, it's so And you're great. still optimistic that it's somehow going to end, be like you and Tyler in the end. And oh, it's oh, so good. It's I, great. I love how true they are to the generation that they're playing to. As well, you know, yes. like, yeah. th- like even like the, the two thousand, yeah, yeah, like the, the sneakers. They even have like a bit where they show like the Adidas superstars. You remember how big those were back? I mean, of course every I do. Little detail about that show. Not only is it funny, but they hit every yep. detail on it, which is really fantastic. They are great, and I think those two women wrote or are yes. part of the writing team. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Yeah, I think it was their premise and everything, and I, they may have picked uh, up more writers, but I do think it was originally just them. And fantastic. fantastic! I can't believe they're thirty. I can't believe they're eight. They're like your age. I know. I it's amazing. I could see you playing a thirteen-year-old. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I do try to make fashions work often. So <laughs> I love that. I love that about you. Thank um, you. You could find this on Hulu, by the way. It's called. Pen 15. And yours, Moxie, is on Netflix? Yes, mine's on Netflix. Okay. It, it was fun. It, we're, definitely watch it with a, a, a girl, like a young girl, because it's just, there's not a lot out there for that age group. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I'm going to watch it. No, not you. No, I meant oh, okay. you. Yeah, you meant the, you. The I meant the you, the you. world, you, the, our 8 million listeners. The, <laughs> oh, we went up a couple yeah. since Steve left. Yeah, no, that's, that's happened. Crazy. All right, when we come back, uh, I have got, according to a new study, the mm. COVID edition, I've got some stats that I'll share with you. And Brittany's going to tell you how to get men to get vaccinated. We'll discuss all of that coming up next on My Talk. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex and you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. (laughs) It is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, (laughs) hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Just kidding. Steve is out. He's on vacation. He will be back next Wednesday. Brittany is filling in, hanging with me, and I am Grant. And we got a study. You ready? Mm-hmm. See my body? Yes. Boo-ya-boo. <laughs> oh, wait. I thought there was a song. There is. And the song. Studies have shown that. Studies medic- have shown that the microbial. <laughs> Several long-term studies have shown. They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Brittany. Steve. I was just messing with you. Want to make sure you're paying attention. <laughs> that was seamless. <laughs> um, coming in live here at the studio, we have a study. Uh, some people are food motivated. Some people are like me, you're Netflix motivated. How can you get to the couch? Some people, <laughs> believe it or not, are sex motivated. 
Did you know this? Yes. So we've got one to help you out. If you got those people in your life who are like, oh, I don't want that vaccine. There could be a, a microchip in it. Ah, a real chip. I'm not sure. Don't worry. We've got your help, especially when it comes to males. They have recently found out. Now imagine six times. Think of six times something. Six times is a huge amount. 600% more likely something's going to happen if you get COVID. And in this case, for men, you are six times more likely to have erectile dysfunction. Oh, that'll get them motivated. Yeah, if you get COVID. So, But is it long-lasting? No, it's not. That's the problem. Get it? (laughs) (laughs) Is it permanent, I guess, is what I'm asking? As of right now, we don't know. They're saying that, yes, possibly. But as you know, studies and science is ever-changing. And at the moment... People are still suffering long-term effects of COVID-19. And a lot of men, one in six men, to be correct, one in six men are seeing that uh, they are having erectile dysfunction problems. So, So, good to know. Is that the new headache? Like, I have a headache and I had covid Uh, mm, Not funny, mm, not funny, no. uh, You just threw us off on headache. I know, I was like, (laughs) what? You know what I'm talking about, the old age excuse, I have a headache. Especially that term, I was like, what? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now I see where you're going. Wrong crowd, Mm -hmm. dirty minds. Yes, exactly. But yeah, so I think that's pretty good motivation for some of us. Some of us are like me, where I'm just like, tell me to get a vaccination, I'll get it. Yeah, just tell me what to do. I tell me what to do so I can eventually, you know, eat ice cream in public. Um, Right. But yeah. (laughs) You're fully vaccinated. I'm fully vaccinated. That's excellent. Pfizer! Friday, I'm Pfizer. Pfizer. I get my second. You're Pfizer too? Pfizer too. Oh, okay. And I'm not... Like, it's going to get real. Like, I feel like it's going to be a topic of conversation at parties. But Pfizer sounds classy. <laughs> I have a uh, an aunt who worked for Pfizer for many, many years. Wow. And right when Viagra was coming on the market, she was telling me, she's like, our company's so excited. There's this new, there's this... Um, Blood pressure, I think, medicine. I think it was originally made for that. Yeah, heart medicine that has side effects that is just going to blow up in a different form (laughs) as far as this the popularity. And she was right. She was very correct. Anyway, check. Also related to COVID, um, we finally have too much toilet paper. Interesting. Toilet paper sales were down 4% in January, and that's because so many people stocked up last year, and they're still working through those supplies. Last year, Americans spent $11 billion on toilet paper, uh, and that's $2 billion more than the year before, or than the average year. That's absolutely wild. That. I bet you, yeah, there's a lot. Did you guys eventually stock up? Are you now going through your... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Toilet paper. I have always bought my toilet paper at Costco. I. Me too. We are all the same yeah. people. Yeah. So I may have bought an extra yeah. thing of toilet paper just in case. So, yeah, I'm always good on toilet paper. I, I never run out of toilet paper. I think that as a, I had Costco also as like a single person for a long time, a membership. Um, and ha- buying toilet paper only every six months is the it's best great. gift you can give yourself. It's fantastic. To, I use Costco to buy like the things that you need regardless. Yeah. No matter who you are, you need toilet paper. You probably need paper towels. Yeah. You know, dog food, stuff dog, like that. I love their always, dog food. Yeah. We're not going to talk about the thing that Steve went on a 20-minute rant about. Yes. The cauliflower frozen pizza. I could kill him for that. I could also, <laughs> I'm sick of him blowing up my spot with things. And that right? is one of my best kept secrets. I get that he's the man of the people, but I'm not. I am selfishly hoarding those. Those he's are amazing. He's an imperfect man. Ugh. Trust me, I'm an imperfect Imperfect man. Speaking of toilet papers, <laughs> did any of you guys buy into the bidet? No. I have trend. one. So do we. It's do you, amazing. Do you, do you love it? I love it. Use it every day? Every day, Costco. I mean, I have like a faucet right next to the toilet. Why <laughs> am I going to spend money? Ne- you know, like I have a bathtub. Can I you get your spend- leg up? <laughs> it's I, could a, just, it's an, I could just squat in my bathtub or, hi, mm-hmm. wipes. I know, but it's but it's nice. You have one, don't you? We yeah. both do. Yeah, it's something special, Donna. It's, I you should get one for the mansion. Over. Can I come over? Yeah, I have made many people. We have two things that I have really bad boundaries with that I make people get in. One is our bed that is moves. It's nice. like the oh, one that you get to lift the bed. Yeah. I have one too. And I make people sit in it all the time because I go, it's actually super comfy because it's like zero gravity, and I act like I'm part of the company because I must have stock in it because the way that I sell it to people. And then I also make people go on our bidet because it's just nice. It is. Must be nice, guys. Oh, but they're not expensive. No. But also, I will have to say this because people ask, you still use, I I would say, the same amount of toilet paper. Okay, let me ask you this. Yep, ask away. Um, where Where's the water source coming so from? It, there's options. You can get it where it's heated and you have a heater in the, where uh, the coil heats it, but it pulls it from the back of the tank. So it's... But ours is room temp, and it's fine. So it's pulling... The unused water still. You know how there's... Okay, Mm -hmm. so with a toilet, and I'm not... I'm just... uh, In a toilet, they have the water in the back of the tank ready to fill up, refill the bowl. That's unused water, and that's, you know, the mechanisms of the gravity of shooting down. That pulls it from there and shoots it at your booty. Um, And other places, if you'd like. (laughs) <laughs> I love you. No, I have a tub with jets. <laughs> I just love. I love that. Like you're equating that to like you keep it your bathtub full of water and just do this like squat dip every time after a bird bath. Just nope. All right, back to my day. 
<laughs> no, I didn't mean that. I just meant I would just, you know, stick whatever you need to under the running faucet. Yeah, yeah. that's why. I have a shower that you, you know, a shower head mm-hmm. that but comes like, off. Yeah, you do. What? How many times has that been involved in your your <laughs> that's routine? No, because no, I, I have to take that. your pants off. I mean, at least. <laughs> Like ankle esque, like you're gonna rock the romper. Uh, all right, all right. But yeah, I how much does one of those set you back? They're not. I swear you can get like very reasonable at Amazon. We got our 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 place, a local place, because I'm I'm terrible at that. But there's bidets in general are not as expensive as you think. If you can find somebody who can install it, you can get it for about thirty bucks. No. Yep. Do you think Costco has them? Yep. Then I might I, get four. Why do I think Grant got his at Costco? I did. You did? My uh, my bidet? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I got it at Costco. Huh. No joke. I remember I things. That. This is great. All right, we're about to play a game. We need to get a millennial on the line to be a lifeline for me and a Gen Xer. We're going to play the Millennial X games. There's a prize on the line for you. 651-641-1071. You know, sometimes the hardest part about going to the gym is literally going to the gym. That's where the Y comes in. When you become a YMCA of the North member, you get free access to Virtual Y, five to six live streams daily on fitness, well-being, cooking, and more. Plus, if you join by April 30th, you'll get $0 enrollment and a free personal training session too. Go to ymcanorth.org. I'm answering Britney's fan mail over here. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I've got a big family. People are loving you, girl. Oh, shit. Yeah, people want to see you. So if you could step it up tomorrow, maybe. I know. For the I'm, camera. I'm going to wear my big Nike shoes and maybe take a shower is what yeah. I'm learning I have to do daily. That'd be a good start. Mm. Uh, no, I'm kidding. You always look beautiful. Oh, um, here's the deal. We're going to play the Millennial X Games on the Donna and Steve show with Britney. Yes. Uh, I believe we need to get. No, we got one. We, we're good. We're good. We're good. We got both of our, um, we've got both of our lifelines ready to go. Yep. Okay, then I'm going to hit this button that I can't seem to locate. Yeah. Damn it. You are. I'm a professional. Don't you dare try this at home. I would never. Let's see if that's it. Yeah, I did it. Versus (gasps) millennials. Yeah, we are. These are the Millennial X Games. Yeah. Steve, the Millennial. <sighs> I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host, I am Grant. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Oh, good, good. Exciting. Good. Well, we have some uh, new things that uh, Rocco got us today. We got some audio clues to kind of help <gasps> out with. So we're gonna Rocco. we're gonna try this out, see how this goes. Okay. So I'm thinking, Donna, as I do the clue, then start the timer because I don't want to take away from time to answer the question. Um, sure. If yeah. it's part of the question. Yes. Okay. Some of them aren't. Some of them are more just additional. So what we'll do is we'll have some fun with it. But let's talk to our lifeline. So we're playing the Millennial X Games, and uh, Brittany is in for Steve today. Brittany is our millennial, yep. and Donna is our Gen X. So what each up? of them are gonna have a lifeline of the opposite generation to help them out to this game and we'll talk to donnie who is Brittany's lifeline first what up donnie yeah girl (laughs) we gonna dominate i'm good donnie is actually um i word on the street is she does the puppy parties for secondhand hounds oh awesome she might be a ringer that i just texted but i don't know i'm just (laughs) i don't know anything about texting i'm a millennial (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, Donnie. So That's we'll, fine. What we'll do is we'll call upon you when Brittany needs help with one of her questions, okay? All in. I'm ready. All yeah, right, girl. you'll be our lifeline. Now let's talk to our other lifeline, Andrea, and that is our, jet, our excuse me, our millennial lifeline. Andrea, how you doing? Hey, guys. Let's go, Donna. All right. <laughs> Woo! Okay, so Andrea is a millennial. Yes. Got yes, it. I'm Perfect. Yes. So we will call on you when we need your help. All right, Andrea? Sounds good. All right. Thank you. Stay on hold for us. And what we'll do is now, since Steve won last week, normally he would pick who would go first. Uh, we'll give that option to Brittany. Sure. I'm going to let you and Andrea, who also feels like a betrayal of millennials to be attacking me, but you and Andrea can go first, Donna. <laughs> okay. Me and Andrea going first. Yeah. All um, right. Should I spin? Yes, we're going to need you to spin, Donna. <laughs> that is a heavy wheel. Movies. Okay. Movies. Movies, movies, movies is your first topic here. And let's go with the question. In 1993, comic fantasy film Hocus Pocus tells the story of Sanderson sisters, three witches played by Bette Midler, Kathy, I'm sorry, Najmi? Yep, Najimi. Najimi, and who is the (gasps) third? Oh my God, I can't remember. My lucky rat's tail. It's not Cher. Was it Cher? Cher was in another one. Rocco, you devious, devious man. Darn it! I don't want to use my lifeline yet, but I might need to. Kathy Najimi. Bette Midler, and who is the third? I'm going to say, shh. What are you going to say, bro? Oh, that was the Jack Nicholson movie, The Witches. I'm just going to say share. I know. No, I'm going to go to Andrea. Andrea. All right, Andrea, can you help Donna with this question here? What was the... Yes, I can. I love Hocus Pocus. Of course it's Sarah you do. Jessica Parker. Of Thank course you. it is. <laughs> My lucky rat's tail. Nice Dang. job, Andrea. So now if you could just wait on hold, that was her one lifeline. So we'll see. hopefully she that wins and you can get yourself a prize, okay? You used it on the first question? I had to. I had to. I had to get. I had to. I love, I love that movie. It's confidence. Confidence, Donna. It. Nice job. I could see the the poster, though, with the, yeah, yeah, the electrical so stuff good. coming out of their hands. Aren't okay. they making a new one of those? Oh, of course they are. The sequel. Yes. Right. Yes, I'm quite obsessed. All right. Well, can you spin the wheel for me, Brittany? <laughs> one more time. <laughs> no, I missed it. Music. 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 Oh, no. So this one looks like it has a clue. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say the question, and then we're going to play the audio, and then we'll start the timer. All right? Here we go. We all remember the gender-binding lead singer of the Culture Club, Boy George. Mm -hmm. But do you remember Pete Burns? He was the androgynous singer for the band with two top 20 hits in the 80s. You spin me right round like a record. Mm -hmm. And brand new lover, can you name the band? And we'll play this audio real quick here. I know it. It's on the tip of my tongue, but I got to go, Donnie. Donnie, hook me up. (laughs) All right, Donnie, can you name the band that sang You Spin Me Round Like a Record and Brand New Lover? Oh, you need me to do it already? Yes, I need you to hook me up, bro. No problem. Dead or alive. It's on my playlist. Of course it is, Donnie. Ah. All right. Nice. Yes, Donnie. Donnie. My wild child. 
All right. Well, now the lifelines have been used. Thank so you, Donnie. We'll come back to you at the end here to say oh, hi, okay? I'm so scared. Sure. Thank you, Donnie. I would have never gotten that. I would have never gotten that. Thank you, Donnie, so much. All right. Second, Donnie. No. <laughs> come for Donnie. Come for me. All right, Donna, let's spin the wheel. <gasps> oh, come on. Oh, you got to keep spinning it for me. You gotta keep, I'll help. You gotta, <laughs> for some reason, my wheel has... Brittany, get off me. <laughs> Magic of radio. The theater of the mind. Television. Oh, shoot. Television is I love your that. topic. I love TV. Who doesn't you. like TV, I right? I watch a lot of TV when you were... Uh, always. Okay. Uh, no, quit spinning the wheel. <laughs> now that the wheel is fixed, The invisible officially. wheel. Okay. In 2005, who took over for Craig Kilborn on CBS's Late Late Show and held that position until 2014? CBS Late Late Show. Is it our guy? 2014. He took over in 2005 and ended in 2014. Oh, it's uh, Craig. Did you say Craig? Craig Kilborn, right? Is that who? Or I'm looking for who took over for him. Who took over for Craig Kilborn? Who was our guy? John Oliver. Final. Mm, uh, Aisha. Aisha Tyler. Final. Unfortunately, no. The answer is Craig oh, Ferguson. Ferguson. Fred. When you said Kilborn, I was picturing, you know, the Irish guy. Conan O'Brien? No. <laughs> no. Oh, Craig okay. Ferguson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Craig yeah. Ferguson, yes. Shoot, I so love I him, too. You, we it. threw you off with the Craig Kilborn comment, looking for the other Craig. Got it. Craig Ferguson. Fair enough. All right, let's go. How about you spin the wheel, Brittany? <laughs> yeah. Television. Yes, I love TV. All right, here we yes. go. The TV show The Facts of Life told the story of four students at an all-girls boarding school. Mm-hmm. Two of them, Natalie and Tootie, yeah. were what, what were excuse me, were what we might now call BFFs, but the other two lead characters would now be considered fen- frenemies. Can you name the other two? No, of course not. I've never. I will never do that. Janice and Jaminy. Of course. I will never. That will never happen out of my mouth. I don't even know. I know 2D as preferential info. Next. No. So we'll just end that one there. Can I guess? Just for fun. Blair and Joe? It is Blair and Joe. Nice job. Dang it. I bet you Donnie would have known that if you would have let me get through to my girl. Mm, Sorry, you already used it. Keep us apart. Donnie's in timeout. Donnie's in timeout. (laughs) All right. Donna, you want to spin the wheel? Yes. Here I go. (laughs) (laughs) You might need a bidet after that. What did it land on? Sorry. Headlines. Oh, Oh. Okay. In 1998, Roger Maris' single-season home run record for 61 homers was broken after 37 years by what slugger? And we have a small hint. Down the left field line. Is it enough? Gone! There it is! 62! I believe, oh, God, I could see the guy... He's a white guy. He uh, ended up getting in trouble for something later on down the road. Uh, I don't know if it was steroids. And then they wondered if that should have counted. And his name is is Roger. No, Roger Maris was the guy who 
He Roger broke, he broke. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. No, that's the no, question. That's in the question. Oh, okay. That's in the question. <laughs> his in name 1998, is... Roger his single season home run record was okay, broken okay. after 37 years, and we've got to answer. He's a redhead. His name is Jim. He's a redhead. Come on. I'm a millennial. Somebody I don't know anything about sports. Yell at the radio, and I will try to receive the information from you. His name was Jim... Craig... Damn, I don't know. Uh, catfish, what's his face? Catfish Hunter. <laughs> no, it was not what's Catfish Hunter. You were correct, though. He was white. He did have red hair. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he did get caught for or using mm-hmm. steroids. So mm-hmm. you were right on all your clues. But the name was Mark McGuire. Thank you. St. Louis oh. Cardinals and Oakland A's. Dang it. So, unfortunately, See, Donna. I know things. You do. Half-acidly. I didn't know that. Didn't even come close, so... You can, but guessing wait. he was white in baseball, I felt like was a, a pretty big Venn diagram. I don't know. I was just trying and to using steroids, bigger Venn yeah. diagram. I was doing like a visual in my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, okay, he's got red hair. He's I kind like of a it. bigger guy. It felt, yeah, it felt, it felt. Good. I like where you were going to get to where you needed to. You just didn't. I have get to there. talk it out. I just needed I about ten more minutes. No, yeah, we can do that for you. <laughs> that make great radio. All right, will you spin the wheel for me, Brittany? Hacha! Your last chance. Headlines. Headlines. All right, if you can answer this correctly, Brittany, you will be our winner today. But if not, we'll have to go to the tiebreaker. Okay. In May of 1986, six and a half million people took part in a nationwide charity event by trying to form a human chain from coast to coast. What was the name of this endeavor? Fun fact, I was born in 1986 in May as well, and this was Hands Across America. No, that's not right. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I was like, <gasps> dang it, Brittany. Oh, Brittany. oh, millennials, let's mount up and beat everybody. All oh. right, Donnie, thanks for sticking with <laughs> like us. The, uh, at the end. <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, Donnie, we won. I know, and I used so many more of those answers. I know. I really could have used you on the facts of life if you didn't notice. That's all right. Oh, man. You take the good, you take the bad. You the do. facts of life? Yep. The facts of life? Well, Donnie. You kind of look like Joe. <laughs> Thank you. You've got yourself a My Talk hat and just stay on hold and we'll get your information. But let's also talk to uh, Andrea and give her a chance to give a shout out, okay? Hi, Andrea. Andrea, hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, Andrea. That's okay, Donna. Would you like to give a shout out to somebody in your life? Um, I'll say hello to my mom, Laura, who listens every day, too. Oh, hi, Laura. <laughs> hey, Laura. Sorry your daughter's a loser, but... <laughs> oh, blame it on Donna. Yeah, I yeah it is my fault. She, she, got her she came right. through. Yeah. She did. All right, Andrea, have bye, a great guys. rest of your day. <laughs> bye. bye. I'm so mad! Oh, that was... <laughs> I love that teammate stuff. We have the best listeners. And I'm saying it's we. True. It's a formal we. No, no, we do. We do. You're part of. You're part of the game. Oh, By the way, so fun. Um, when we come back, let's go to the mailbag because we've got some follow ups and some of the things that we were talking about. People giving us lots of information, speaking about how awesome our listeners are. Mm-hmm. We've got a listener in France. Who sent us an email? She's listening today. Who knows what time it is over there? I have no clue. Ooh la la. I'll check the world clock and get back to you for the final stretch of the show. Up next on My Talk. And we're back. 
final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. Uh, Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, who is on vacation. That is Brittany, and she is doing a great job today. Thanks. Fantastic. Yeah, thanks for being here. All right, a couple of things. I was talking about a Drew Barrymore movie that I watched on Netflix mm-hmm. called The Stand In. Yes, which was amazing. Delightfully guilty. terrible. It was terrible, but so delightful because I haven't seen Drew Barrymore in so long I'm, and it just wanted to see her in something. I'm going to watch it. Like, I definitely is going to, I'm also going to be on my phone, but I'm, you know <laughs> totally, what I mean? That's what I did. Yeah. And she's got like a very dirty mouth in this. Oh, perfect. Movie. She's like a really, really angry, angry actress. I like it. Okay, so uh, Sherry sent an email and said, "Donna, I couldn't believe it when I heard you say you watched the stand-in last night because so did I." Weird. Netflix must have been promoting it because when it popped up, I felt magnetically drawn to click on it just to see if it would be any uh, any good. Totally agree. It's silly, but fun. I mean, we get to see Drew Barrymore cuss like a sailor. Love that. Since probably no one else in my universe knows a thing about that dumb movie, I just had to share with you. That's nice. That's wild. Like, I what know. a weird coincidence. And I've never even seen this on, you know how your maiden page of Netflix? Because that yes. would definitely draw my attention. And that doesn't even show it up. So I don't, it's like you guys found this i was actually looking for the ernest hemingway docuseries <laughs> not looking very hard no. maybe mentioned <laughs> i did watch the first episode actually i did make it to it eventually and it was very good uh and then we have an email from tony regarding something that grant was talking about earlier the french wine frost oh yeah yeah she says bonjour donna Brittany, and i am grant grant you're so right. It is devastating here in France. I'm in northern Burgundy. I'm a Minneapolis transplant. It is awful. Our friends in Chablis are projecting 80% loss. Ooh. Wow. And yeah. not only the vines, but so many fruit tree growers are, you know, have a are suffering a big loss since the frost came during the budding time. Wow. So some fruit tree growers have lost 100% already. So we're sending our thoughts and good vibes yeah. and love to our friends in France. Um, she says, I ho- hope our trees come through. Uh, but for her, it's only personal consumption. Frost is a silent killer, though. It really can yeah. really affect things. Devastating. Like when I was in the golf business, if we had frost, you couldn't go walking on the grass. Because if you walked on it, it would kill. It would leave a footprint of dead grass. It, yes. So it's exactly very right. dangerous. You know, and it's I'm, it's sad to see that for such a big industry yeah. that this is yeah. happening. That's terrible. Brittany uh, does a fantastic fill-in job. Uh, she goes on to say, this is Tony. Hi, Tony. Thank, Thank you. you. I forgot to find out what time it is in France. Our French connoisseur... That's amazing. It's just wild. Like, she that's, lives in France. Like, she's so cool. Yeah. I mean, we have a listener in China. We have <laughs> listeners in New York. Which is all We've got France. Baby. We have a listener in Turkey. We're, yeah. South We're, Carolina, too. I know that there's one over in South Carolina. We're international. Oh, yeah, baby. We've got Daniel and Becca in Canada who listen to us. So we should have a competition, see who's the, the farthest. Most international. Yas, queen. I'm mm. looking to see. I can't see what time it is in um 
in Paris. I only go as far as Sioux Falls. And Patty <laughs> only go as far as Sioux Falls. That really actually <laughs> describes us well. Um, I've got a little puppers who's gone international as well. Oh, tell me about the puppers. We've got this foster chihuahua that hates everyone and everything and has gone Mm. absolutely viral because of its description on its foster website where they state that this little, uh, his his name is Prancer. And he is an obese sweater wearing monster. Um, and that the problem is, is there's just not a huge market for a neurotic man-hating, animal-hating, <laughs> children-hating dog that looks like a gremlin. And uh, he's not obese. Um, I or mean, maybe, maybe he for was. a Chihuahua, I don't know, right? And then the oh, the foster parent goes on to say, I'm convinced at this point he's not a real dog, but more like a vessel for a traumatized Victorian child that now <laughs> haunts our home. And she fears that this dog will be in their home forever. Oh, probably. Way to sell it, though. I know. Well, it's gone, but I bet you anything now. I'll have to uh, we'll have to follow up on this because uh, I'll keep our it's got at this point. This dog has gotten to get picked up, right? You would think. Can I tell you something about chihuahuas? Tell me about them. I'm terrified of chihuahuas. Ooh. As you should be. <laughs> I've been bit by probably seven dogs in my life. I think half of those have been chihuahuas. Our chihuahua-esque breed. What is that about? And people are afraid of pit bulls? That's the real, you know... Silent killer, the, except they're not I silent. I know, they're just... Why so angry? I think it's there's a couple reasons. I think they're a dog that's easily abused. Um, you know, mm. like they're the type that, you know, even if it wasn't on purpose that they get stepped on, things like that. Also, I think people don't correct small dogs because it's not as painful when you get bit. Oh, that's a good... Um, it is. But not as, you know, like <laughs> life-threatening. Yes, of course. Um, but even yeah. just correcting them in general because yes. they sneak around. Like, I got two massive dogs that if they even come close to me, it's... Hey, you know, and they don't come towards the table. They're not going to snoop. Yeah. The little guy will sneak right under my legs and then That's he continues true. to do it. And we let him do it, but not intentionally. We just don't see him. So I think that very true that they're not getting the correction they need. And that, then instead of correcting them, a lot of times people just pick them up. That's right. Like, right. I'm just going to pick them up. And, and then that's not actually correcting any behavior. So I've actually, know, yeah. Good I, point. That, I've known this that as well. A lot of times small dogs get away with a lot more. And they don't like to be picked up. That's not a way to handle a situation yeah like when people put somebody told me that they saw a dog in a stroller a double wide stroller (laughs) just like a small dog it's like no let the dog get the exercise and walk but it's so cute it's so cute it needs a sweater and a (laughs) and some treats they're misbehaving so well Anyway, that'll do it for us today. Thank you, everybody, for uh, the calls. Thank you for the emails. Forgot to get to our Facebook question. Maybe we'll uh, hit it up tomorrow Love in the it. first segment. Love Brittany, it. thank you. We'll see you back here tomorrow, okay? Bye. Grant, as you were, Colleen and Bradley are coming in. <laughs>